Hey there listeners, welcome to the Horror Movie Club, the show where two dudes who aren't quite nerds but not quite noobs choose a horror movie each week to rate and review. I'm Ashvin, I'm on the phone with my co-host Brian, and this week we're reviewing the 1988 American horror film Night of the Demons, directed by Kevin Tenney and written by Joe Augustin. Uh, the film stars Amelia Kincaid and Kathy Podwell, um, and we chose this film as part of our month of October Halloween series, where we're doing uh, a series of films that take place at our on on Halloween. Um, speaking of Halloween, Brian, how's your costume coming? Oh man, I have no ideas. Oh uh, really? Still no uh, still no plan yet? Nope. How about you? Um, no, you know, after we saw Trick or Treat uh, last week. I was thinking about going as Sam, but the idea of like wearing a burlap mask all night seems pretty tough. Could get itchy. Yeah, it would get itchy. I really think these villains need to pick uh, more like convenient um, uh, outfits to wear, especially given the fact they're chasing so many people around. Uh, it just yeah, doesn't like make sense. The jumpsuit killer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spandex all the time. <laughs> yeah, these these moves would be a lot shorter if they just had better outfits, probably. Probably. Yeah. Uh, so this film is based on a group of teenagers that spend a Halloween night at a haunted funeral home, and they end up losing uh, more than just their one-dimensional characters uh, in, in the night that goes ahead of them. Um, to review this film, we have a very special guest with us today. She's someone who we've mentioned on every episode. She's the talent behind our logo. She's a fellow horror movie fan, and uh, like Brian, she's also in North Carolina. Uh, I'd like to welcome Amy, our co-host of the show. Amy, thanks for joining us today. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Thank you for having me. I, I'm a big fan of the show. I'm a big fan of my two friends that do the show. And, <laughs> and I've been bugging like everyone who will listen about putting me on their podcast. And I think this is the first. Wow. Right. You, have a lot, so, you, you have a lot of friends with podcasts? Uh, acquaintances. Nice. More like, but um, a lot of film podcasts, I guess, because I'm fil- I'm just friends with a lot of film geeks. Um, sure. But no, this is the first one, so I better not mess it up. Do you want to tell us, uh, tell the listeners anything about your business or, um, you yes, know? Yes, come on. Yeah. I want to talk about myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Give tell us. Chance. <laughs> oh, well, gosh. Okay. You guys have known me for a while. We... I lived in Chicago when we all lived in Chicago. We've been friends for years. Um, but I don't think you really know to the extent, like, <laughs> like how deep my horror obsession goes. And so I wanted to, to mention a couple things. Um, one thing that might be interesting. Well, first of all, I, so I grew up um, in Florida. I, I was in a single parent household and, so I kind of got away with a lot, and, so, and me and my sister, we would just watch whatever we wanted. We would watch um, USA Up All Night and, like, Joe Bob Briggs, Monster Vision. I don't know if any of this is ringing a bell, but on, on cable, we would see all these movies, um, like Night of the Demons and Sleepaway Camp and stuff, all edited for TV, of course. Um, and so I started watching this crap, like, at a young age. Um, and then in college, I uh, hooked up. Well, I didn't hook up. Oh my god! Uh, this is Professor Dr. Barry Sapolsky <laughs> at, <laughs> at Florida State. He um, had, had since the '90s had been publishing, or no, since the '80s had been publishing these 
these papers in different um, academic journals called Sex and Violence in Slasher Films. Oh, nice. It, and he every decade he would update them. And so in college, I was one of the weirdo students that he recruited to actually watch slasher films and take data. Uh, so you would record, you'd basically tally up all the nudity, sex, violence, death, the, the way that they died, that kind of thing. Um, and this was in the early aughts. So it was like between 2000 and 2005 slasher films that had come out. Um, so I want to share that with you eventually. I think it's interesting. It's like all data. I mean, it's, it's a lot of, uh, just comparing how much sex and violence and nudity is in, <laughs> in films in the eighties versus the nineties and yeah, wow, stuff cool. like that. <laughs> um, but, but it's really, it's really interesting. And so I've just thought a lot about, about that and gotten, uh, yeah, and then I volunteered at Odd Obsession in Chicago, and that kind of that that helped me uh, with my my horror obsession. Um, and I've been in North Carolina for four years now, and so now mm -hmm. I'm involved with the Triangle Horror Movie Club. The name keeps changing, but it's a it's a meetup group that is. Um, Gosh, like it's it's over ten years old. There's over nine hundred people in the group um, in the Raleigh Durham area, and we get together and um, watch. We go to screenings and have home uh, horror nights and all that stuff. And so that's kind of see. I've always always like been involved in some kind of horror horror outlet, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then with the with this business, uh, when I had my baby, my first baby a few years ago, I um had I had this always had this hobby of making pop art on Photoshop, just for fun and like turning photos into pop art, making pet portraits and stuff. And so when I had my first baby, I quit my corporate job and started doing it on Etsy. And because I am like just so into horror, I have started churning out a lot of horror fan art, and so that's become like a big chunk of my business now. And you guys, I guess, mentioned the name Amy May Pop Art. Um, yeah, if you can find it, whoever's listening, <laughs> if you can find it on uh, Etsy or you can find me on Facebook or Instagram, um, there's a lot of fan art dedicated to my favorite horror movies and a lot of final girls that's because I have studied so much about gender and sexuality and horror um I really just uh, <laughs> sort of identify with the final girl um but yeah Amy Mae Pop Art it's on Etsy and you can purchase uh prints and make custom fan art uh, so I'm always adding more and more horror and other movies, but um, I'm always looking for people to like take requests to to make new stuff. So yeah, do you yeah. guys have any? Is there any like any fan art that you two would be interested in? 
from like a favorite movie that you've covered? Ooh. You know, as you were saying that, I was just thinking of things I might want to have you do. Yeah. Yeah. I can't I, think. I, I've got a really cool, uh, Amy already gave me a really cool coaster of our uh, Horror Movie Club logo, which which I like a lot. It's like my favorite yeah, thing. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, also for the listeners, it, we mentioned our logo and the logo on our like little podcast icon is just part of it. So you should go to horrormovieclub.com or our Twitter page or Facebook and we've got the whole logo with like a fuzzy TV um, that Horror Movie Club is on the TV and it looks a lot better than just what you see in the little podcast app. So check that out. Also, I think we have a decent amount of listeners who aren't necessarily crazy horror fans. And Amy, the like family stuff you do is really great, like the family portraits and the pet portraits. Uh, yeah. So I just wanted to mention that in our baby's room, we have two of your pieces of art, one of me and my son and my wife and my son. And then for Christmas, I got my sister and her husband a picture of their dogs through you. Well, obviously you remember, but they have it hanging yes. on their fireplace and it oh looks my awesome. God. Listen, just hearing that from you, especially because I love you guys so much. <laughs> um, it's That's like one of the greatest parts of, of doing it is, you know, I don't just do custom fan art, but I can turn your family photos and pet photos into pop art and it's just so sweet to hear that it's hanging on your wall or yeah because it's just for sure yeah we get a lot of compliments on those i feel like Aww. my sister and her husband like their eyes like lit up when they saw it it was like one of the best <laughs> gifts they ever got oh man that's awesome <laughs> thank yeah. you and I'm really excited to be on the show for this particular movie because it's very important to me. I probably watch it, have watched it every October, God, for like 15 years at least. Wow. Nice. It's a it's a Halloween uh, tradition for me. Cool. Uh, Brian, had you heard about this one before? I, I know you mentioned it, you'd heard from it uh, about it from Amy. It's one of, being one of her favorite films. But did you know about this one? Yeah, so the only way I knew about it was from Amy. So basically, <laughs> I we got the idea to do movies that take place on Halloween for October, so I was Googling lists. And Night of the Demons was on some of those lists, and I had, I think I texted or emailed you a few years back, Amy, for just like yeah. a bunch of recommendations for what I should watch. And Night of the Demons was on there, and I watched it. I think I watched it on my cell phone in bed one night when I couldn't fall asleep. Oh, my asleep. God. <laughs> You couldn't fall asleep. Did it help? <laughs> Did it work? Uh, yeah. Did it lull you to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it. I don't think it did help, but I, well, I really liked it. So that's the only other time you've seen it on your cell phone? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. How about, yeah. had you seen it, Ashwin? No, I hadn't even heard about it, so uh, it's was, it was really wow. cool to finally get around to seeing this. Cause I, yeah, I guess a lot of people know about this one. Um, uh, I don't know. It, I don't even. I don't know if it's quite a cult classic. Maybe it is. It's just. It was. It was a big thing for us and for me in college with my. I had a partner in crime, and we watched all these terrible movies. Especially, I'll we'll mention this later, but any Linnea Quigley movie, our uh, the blonde lipstick girl in the movie. Yeah. Any yeah, any movie, any horror movie she was in, 
Oh, we okay. Watch. So I don't, I don't know if like a lot. It's a, it's a very big cult horror film. Sure. But and any, we, any reasons why this is one of your favorite films? I don't know if it's just um, having good memories from it, and also it is one of, it has some of the best slash worst movie quotes in history, <laughs> <laughs> and so that makes yeah. it really really memorable and uh, it's just it is a good halloween movie i mean it's good to have those movies like i'm i'm thinking of hocus pocus is the first one that comes to mind but just those <laughs> yeah. those movies that you you watch every halloween trick or treat is actually now one of mine it's it's a halloween tradition um so it's just a part if you are really into halloween if you have those those movies that you watch every year yeah 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 this one seems right at home it's just yeah it's one of those and i've seen it now i don't need to see it again in in october (laughs) (laughs) or oh geez sorry this is airing in october (laughs) i don't need to see it again behind the curtain this is september (laughs) where we're recording (laughs) yeah you can check this one off for the year Well, you could watch uh number two and number three in october absolutely i will which is what trick-or-treat and Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Night of the Demons. No, yeah. you're talking about Night of the Demons, yes. Yeah, sorry, uh, Night of the Demons 2 and 3. Yes, uh, 2 is solid. I don't know if I've seen 3. 2, Angela comes back, and it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think I actually watched 2 the next night in bed on my cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You couldn't get enough of Angela. Yeah, I, I was intrigued. And, and and there's also a, a remake of this, right? Like in 2008 or nine or something. Yeah, and it's hilarious because it appears that it's the same director. Oh, no kidding. Kevin Tenney, yeah, Kevin yeah. Tenney. And uh, is it is it like is it on par with like two or three or one? I haven't seen it. Hmm. No, that I one. I I'm not interested in remakes, especially if they're low budget. Which there's a million low budget remakes of 70s and 80s movies and most of them are craps uh, no offense mm-hmm. to anybody but <laughs> i don't i usually don't bother unless it gets a, a wide release like a halloween like evil dead rob rob zombie yeah 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 um speaking nice. of budget on this one uh I, I i thought that was one of the interesting things here is like it was produced on a very low budget and it like brought in like a crazy amount even though it just had kind of a limited release um, did you guys look at the numbers on that? Yeah, no, so it made no. three million, and it was only released in Detroit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think they were saying like if it had okay. gotten like a wide release, it would have like made a killing. Yeah, but, it would have been like one of the biggest horror movies of the year. Yeah. If you extrapolated that to the whole country. I guess so. I'm trying to think of 1988, and it's really hard to. I don't. I don't know what good horror came out in the late 80s other than lots and lots of sequels i think yeah, child's right. play didn't come out till 88 yeah the first oh, one okay yeah that would have been big they um, live that wasn't big in the theater so no no yeah this one definitely it, it lends itself towards uh being a popular vhs release which is a lot of mm-hmm. these these 80s and 90s low budget horror movies would get rented like crazy and i remember this cover oh, very well 
Yes. <laughs> and I don't know. It might be Angela. I don't know. It, it's it, The cover has a demon on it and like a Halloween party invitation. And it's just like iconic. If you wandered yeah. into the horror section of Blockbuster or Hollywood video, then you definitely saw this movie. So I think it was rented rented a lot. That I don't that mm-hmm. doesn't add to its box office, but I'm sure that yeah. helped. I feel like when I was really young I would just like wander through the horror section before I even watched horror movies just to like <laughs> scare myself. And this one was definitely one that was like on yes. my radar of like, oh I'm yeah. scared every time I look at that one. It's yeah. classic. Have you seen the cover, Ashman? I don't know if you saw it when you were streaming. No, no, I didn't see the cover. So, so it was a girl in, in the house in the background? Or the invitation mm. in the background? It yeah, I think it's just Angela it's... holding an invitation. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it might not even be Angela. It's a demon. It's like one of the like horror covers can basically put whatever the hell they want on them. And mm-hmm. as long as it's scary... <laughs> Yeah, it's not gonna matter. So it's it's very generic, but it, it's yeah, it's just something that you recognize when you're walking through Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, one of one of the one of the reviews I was uh, reading said like some of the best part of this film was like the promotional material, and I assume they meant the trailer. So I saw the trailer, which is pretty well done, but they must have also been referring to the cover. Yeah, but. yeah. I mean, it, it because it's it's gimmicky. It's a Halloween movie. Yeah, and it doesn't take itself seriously yeah they could have a lot of fun with that i bet for sure um one uh thing i want to bring up with you guys uh the genre so i know you guys were talking today about sleepaway camp and this like genre of like bad movies which are good um what's the deal with that genre like how do you decide when a movie's just generally bad versus um a, a bad one that is actually pretty good Oh boy, oh boy, that's a tough question. Um, I, I, I'll tell you a little. I'll tell the listeners a little bit about myself. I consume a, a huge amount of trash film, <laughs> like <laughs> exploitation films and horror and all of that. And I don't know if I would necessarily call that a a, a genre because there's it, there could be like a bad action film or. Yeah, the, t- the the term bad is hard hard to define. I don't know if I would even consider this one. <laughs> I'm going to laugh. If I would consider this a bad one, because it, I mean, I think it's successful. Like, there's decent scares and and pretty good gore. Um, but I don't know. The biggest thing for me, without getting too deep into it, is that it makes you laugh. Like, it's not, it's a little bit campy. You don't have to take it seriously. You might ha- have some scares, but you're having fun. And and that's the biggest part, whether it's horror or an action film. Um, mm-hmm. And I-, I thought about this because you guys asked, or I think Brian asked earlier, what I would consider or how you define a bad movie, bad in quotation marks. Um, and my, my feeling about it is that these films were made with the utmost sincerity and maybe, uh, I don't know, just had a bad director or a bad writer. There's so many stories about how these films actually get made. Um, so they were made with sincerity, but 
there's such a big fail that it is hilarious to the viewer. <laughs> so it's not yeah. intended to be funny, but it yeah. really is. <laughs> yeah. Brian, how, how, how do you a, feel about... That's a good uh, definition. Yeah, so how, do, how do you feel about film, this genre? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, this film, was, I think, was intended to be funny, though. Like, oh. It's tongue-in-cheek. Uh, yeah, it's not... Um, like a like the room or yeah trolls oh, okay. too. Got it. So it wasn't taking itself seriously. It was kind of embracing the comedic aspects of Definitely it. Definitely not. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and it's interesting because it's kind of like walking a fine line. Like it's not taking the dialogue seriously, but it is taking <laughs> the special effects very seriously. Like they yeah. worked hard. Like they worked hard on this movie. It's kind of like Amy was saying earlier. Like it was. Well, I guess a bad movie might be a sincere one that ends up just being a fail, but this was sincere, and I think they achieved exactly what they intended to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, you know, I, I think about a movie like like Dead Snow, where, like, that's, um, you know, kind of like, like the plot is, is pretty uh, dumb, and, like, they kind of know it's a joke going into it. The graphics are still really good, but uh, it's a lot funnier. Would you put it like that in the same genre as this one, then? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Which I, I don't really know if that's a genre because like Dead Zo- Dead Snow is is specifically Nazi zombies, which is a <laughs> subgenre. <laughs> this one, yeah. I mean, this one. If you wanted to compare it to other films, maybe like uh, uh, Demonic Possession. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which it, it it really runs the gamut. It's a haunted house film. It's about demonic possession. There's yeah. a, like elements of it being a zombie film towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard. It's really hard to really put it. You can't put it in a box, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't put it, labels like, on things. Yeah, demons are the like antagonist, or like I guess maybe a demon, and the people are possessed. But like the feel of it is a haunted house movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, kind of. Kind of remind me of uh, House on Haunted Hill. Uh, like a throwback to that event where the, you know people just show up for a party at a house. Yeah, and it, it's also a big, um, not big. It, it's a lot like a slasher film, like a teen slasher film, because you have your your different archetypes. There's a final girl, and yeah. if you have sex, you're dead. Right. Definitely <laughs> noticed that. So it's yeah. got a lot. It's hard to to really categorize it. Um, the the director also made a film called Witchboard, and 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 both of them are kind of similar in that you're playing with forces that you don't understand. And uh, with Witchboard, they play with a Ouija board and it unlocks demons, or I don't even remember. But uh, it's kind of like that if you play with with uh, the demonic elements, then this kind of shit happens. Yeah. You knew some of the uh, the stars in here? You recognize some of them? Just the one. Just, just, so her name is Linnea Quigley. Mm-hmm. And um, she has a, it, she, it's almost like a porn star. Like she's appeared in so many movies uh, starting in like the early 80s. Um, she's not a porn star. That was a bad comparison. But she just, <laughs> you know. she In terms of how much she's cranking out. 
I guess so. Yes, and and the thing is, is like some of these movies, they're they're all low budget movies. Some of them, they only have her in it for like fifteen minutes, but then she might be top billed because she she is known in the the B movie world. She's also known for showing her boobs in every movie. I don't know if she's ever been in a movie where she hasn't shown her (laughs) boobs. So that's her deal. One of her most famous. Um, uh, movies that a lot of people might recognize as Return of the Living Dead, which is another one like this. Like it's it's it doesn't take itself too seriously, but mm-hmm. it does have some pretty good scares. And she just gets completely nude and like dances on a car, and so there's wow. <laughs> that's, that's, that's her that's thing. Linnea Quigley, and she's just yeah. the worst actress, but she has this personality uh, that is just like this California Valley girl yeah. creep. Yeah, oh. she plays that pretty well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, anyone else in the film you guys recognize? I feel Hello. like that's it. Everyone else yeah, is a no-name. Yeah, that's really it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that was like the only uh, reason this film got made was this, so they could have her in it to show her boobs. <laughs> the yeah. Angela actually was a... Um, a backup dancer to Cher and Donna Summer and some other folks. Oh, cool. Yeah. And Very her awesome. aunt is Blanche from the Golden Girls. Wow. I that's... can see that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, any any other uh, interesting trivia about the movie before we uh, move on to some of the specifics? You know, there's not a whole lot of info online on this one, but... Uh, I watched the DVD extras and there's a ton on there. Yeah. Any, anything interesting? Um, Amy, you might know these too. It was originally mm-hmm. called Halloween Party, but the producer of mm-hmm. Halloween threatened to sue. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, oh. yeah, I remember and that. And it originally opened with a priest blessing the audience, which the director thought would be too corny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like it, on screen or like in each theater? Like on screen. He would be oh. like breaking the fourth wall. Was it the the father of the uh, Roger? Um, I don't know who. Oh, it would have been. was he black? Good question. Yeah, I don't d- know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point, Roger mentions he's a his father's a priest. Yeah, that's super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. yeah, I think. I mean, there's a bunch of fun facts. Yeah. Yeah, that know. would be cool. Is there commentary? Like, you can watch the whole movie with. With their commentary? No, there was no commentary, but it was like mm-hmm. um, interviews. They called it the making of Night of the Demons, and it was just interviews with the director and the writer and all the actors. Oh. It was, it was pretty cool. It would, it would be worth purchasing the DVD. Mm, yeah. No, but <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's on YouTube. <laughs> DVD. Oh yeah, it what's, could be. What's this DVD? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, it was. It was also like all shot like in uh, like four weeks or something. Did, did yeah, you I think that? it was pretty quick. Yeah, that sounds about right. They only have the house for so long, rented yeah. it for one month. Right, they might have run out of one liners. Yeah. Uh, cool. No, well, I. I do oh. not. I don't know any trivia. I. I just never. I never think to to look into it this really seems like kind of a 
like the director didn't do a whole lot after this. Yeah. Neither did the the actors. Yeah. But I tell you what, the sequel is great. Night of the Demons Two. I don't remember if I've seen the third one, but mm-hmm. I think the second one is solid, and it's like definitely up the production value. Um. And it has, you know, who it has? It has Christine Taylor, who is. Uh, oh yeah. She's married to Ben Stiller. She was on. I don't. I'm showing my age, but she was on that uh, show Hey Dude on Nickelodeon. Uh, yeah, is, is she still married to Ben Stiller? The the blonde girl still married. Y- yeah. Yeah, they've been together a long time. <laughs> so yeah, it has. She's like like. Uh, I, and you might see her boobs. I don't know. You definitely see boobs. Well, yeah. which I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're hers. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I, the... I remember liking that one. I can't remember mm-hmm. that aspect though. <laughs> I feel yeah, like if you no, told the no. ten-year-old me watching "Hey Dude" that I could see that girl's boobs one day. It... <laughs> yeah, it's the kind She's of things you remember. Yeah, Christine yeah. Taylor. Hot. Yeah. 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 I'd see your sure. boobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brian, do you have any uh connection to our hometown here? Um, let's see. <laughs> this is a really roundabout one. So, uh Amy said one of her favorite lines from the movie is when the character named Oh shoot, what's his name? Stooge. He says, Eat a bowl of fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And he stole that line from John Belushi, who said it on the stage at Second City and then was suspended from Second City for it. Oh, no kidding. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, pretty cool. And then this was another fun fact that I was reading about John Belushi. Apparently he can drum and at one point sat in on drums for a band called, oh shoot, what were they called? The Dead Boys? You guys ever heard of Dead Boys? Yeah. That's yeah. like some serious punk. I think their drummer got like stabbed or something, and he said yeah. on the drums at like a. Aww. Oh, I love that's... John Belushi. That makes him. Yeah. That makes me love him more. And we should have a moment of silence for John Belushi. Yeah, it's like he's a little underappreciated. Question: You ruined the silence. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, that was the moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, Amy, did you know that the Dead Boys are from Cleveland, Ohio? No, I'm not surprised. But is John Belushi from Cleveland? No, I don't oh. think so. I think he's from Chicago. Oh, but that's your hometown connection is Dead Boys via <laughs> John Belushi. Yeah, I'm going real Man, roundabout. That was you really, are really digging deep. <laughs> I have, that's I have awesome. to. One of these days, Grand I want to sit behind Grand Brian as he's like going uh, through this like activity of trying to find uh, <laughs> where the Ohio connection is. I love, it. I love it. Yeah. There's no other Cleveland connection. The Cleveland connection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Anything else before we uh before we dive into the plot here? No, I think any other fun facts I might have, I, I might just pepper in through the plot. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Amy, anything else? I don't have any fun facts, and I might not ever tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Should all be a lot of fun. But I love this movie, so I will play that role. Awesome. That's all we need. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, uh, let's take a quick break. I, I want to go look in the mirror and see what I'm going to be wearing tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. So 
We'll come back uh, in a few minutes. How you guys doing? <laughs> Good. We... Did you see in the mirror what you're going to be wearing tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know when you uh, when you do this uh, thing where you stare in the mirror long enough, you can see the future, and that's usually how I figure out like what my outfit's going to be the next uh, few days. It's really helpful. <laughs> Good. It's a, a past life. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. Oh yeah, it was the past life. Oh shoot. Was, then, yeah. 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 So in yeah, this was movie, at some to be, point, they were seeing themselves in a past life. Yeah. So, Listen, somebody just like mentions that there's a lot of bullshit in this movie, like the the surgeon guy telling all the history and them just making up these games of. So, yeah, they say, like, you look in the mirror and you can see who you were in a past life. But Um, the one girl sees her future. She just sees a demon. Yeah, I guess she sees her future. Because well, she sees like her face. I think Helen sees her face like smashed up against the mirror, right? Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. And then later on, her face ends up smashed against that car windshield. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah, I guess it was a magical mirror, you know. And and that was kind of like I don't think this this script was uh, (laughs) I don't think it was really trying to be really tight. They they didn't review it with like the academics of the field. Yeah, although I kind of liked that. I, that was some nice uh, foreshadowing Foreshadowing that I didn't really see coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was pretty clever. Um, it was cool. a sca- I think it was a scary um, part, too, you know, because it, it's creepy when you look into a mirror in the dark anyway. Yeah. The whole yeah. Bloody Mary thing. So I thought that was effective. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think that was like one of the first scares of the film, too. Yeah. Yep. Um, but okay, um, I mean, we can, well, oh, go ahead, Amy. I have a question for you guys. So you are like out with your friends or your boyfriend or whatever, and and they tell you you're going to a party at this old haunted house, and it looks like that. Would you go? I, good question. I feel yeah. like. Oh man, one side of me is like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm all about it, and the other side of me is like, I've seen too many movies that can't mess with that. <laughs> well, what, I think what, I would be like, fuck no, I'm not going. No, 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 no. Really? Wouldn't you guys just assume like it's like organized, or like there's like a chaperone, or like someone did their homework on the place? The, no. the kind of friends she was hanging out with were not doing their homework on anything. <laughs> Oh, it was a really lame party too. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was an awful. It was party. like like eight people. Yeah, that that and dance sounded way more fun. I felt a little sorry for them all when they were like dancing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, was there was there any booze at this party? Oh yeah, they had beer. Huh. I don't remember them uh, yeah. drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, beer can fell once. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, that's like an afterthought. I don't think anyone was drunk. Yeah. You know what would be the deal breaker for me was if there was going to be, like, free food there, I'd go. Like, that. that's all you'd have to say to me, and I'd go anywhere. 
Ew. Will you say free food? Uh, yeah. Like if someone's like, hey, there's a party, and if there's like, you know, are they gonna have pizza? Okay, cool. I'll be there. Um, Wait, I, you I just... want... but you would eat in that place? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'd assume like the pizza was like recently delivered. Uh, right. No, no it was <laughs> like, don't totally. Let it touch it anything was... in the house. That food yeah. was shoplifted into a pillowcase. Oh yeah. In that in that mini mart. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, the bar was pretty low. So it can't be good food. I think it was like chips and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> high school. But the thing food. is, the thing I thought about this year, like my fifteenth time seeing this movie, is if there's an abandoned house like that, or I guess this was a funeral parlor or it had a, like a crematorium, there's definitely squatters in there, right? Isn't yeah, that usually for the sure. Case? If there's like a big, or there's at least like a urine-soaked mattress oh, yeah. inside. Yeah, or like so, a bunch of beer cans where someone was clearly squatting at one time. Yeah, yeah, and like, like a dirty porno. Yeah, totally. So it's not, not ideal for a party unless like the demons have like ocd and like every halloween when they come out they like clean the place out i mean no. they gotta do something on halloween if there's no guests in the house yeah uh all right well so uh, the, the plot overall here it's, it's a pretty easy plot it's it's just a group of high schoolers um you're kind of introduced to uh judy in the beginning um and uh and she's like uh, going to this party with like a blind date, so they'd never met before. I don't think no. they were a blind date. I think it they was were a blind going to the date. Dance. Uh, no, they knew each other. Oh, okay. From school. Are you, are you? I think you are you confused by a line towards the end when Angela yeah. asked Judy how she enjoys her blind date. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was about the eyes. <laughs> he got his eyes poked out. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so okay, that was it's, a great, Angela made a couple of great puns. <laughs> yeah, there was some, oh, some good jokes. Yeah, I underestimated her ability there. That was nice. <laughs> All, right. All right, so she's, so she's going out with this guy, uh, and is his name John? Jay. Jay, right? Yeah. Judy Jay. and Jay. Judy and Jay. Uh, mm-hmm. They 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 go. They and, and she's supposed to go to a dance, but she's skipping out because Jay's like, we got to go to this cool house party that their friends Max and Franny are going to. Um, I thought the house scene with uh, was kind of funny when like Sal shows up, and uh, just like how brutal that kid was to him, like her younger oh, brother. Man. Wait, you can't go that far and not mention <laughs> oh. bodacious boobies, sis. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Her little brother so is I- like hiding in her closet during the y- changing scene. Yeah, what a creeper. <laughs> so first of all, we meet Judy. She's in her room. I don't remember. She's talking on the phone or something. Yeah. And she she's wearing like a sweater and she bends over and like li- basically lifts the sweater up to show her butt to the camera. Yeah. And that's our first. <laughs> that's our that's virginal true. Judy. <laughs> yeah. Get, getting that out of the way right away. Yeah. To show her butt. I don't even remember if we see her boobs. No. Nah, just, just a bra. Um, no, no Judy yeah. boobs. Yeah. I guess not. But yeah, her brother is hiding in her closet. Yeah. I mean, this brother is that, awesome. That and so he, he's a turd. He, yeah. He's a real turd. And he pops out and says, Bodacious boobies, sis. <laughs> and then he's just a jerk the whole time to her and her date. Yeah. 
the actor in the uh, DVD extras who played the brother was like, I don't remember any line verbatim from any movie I've ever been in except that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one line that stuck with him all these that's years. Great. But he's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and there's a funny scene there where like the mother's like offering uh, Jay like some uh, some desserts and it's like kind of a long like denial where he's like, no, like a few times. Did you guys think that was weird? I thought it was pretty funny. There were little fudge logs that looked like poop. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, that was the joke. Yeah. 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 That was, <laughs> and that was she, pretty good. And Judy was super embarrassed. Yeah. I would have I would have eaten that shit though. That looked good. It's like cereal and chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Most most chocolate looks like poop. It's Halloween, what it's man. Issues. Yeah. <laughs> so most okay. Chocolate the, looks like poop. Yeah, that's that's just the nature of it. So then they 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 go to this uh, party. They pick up their friends Max and Franny. Um, we're also introduced uh, to Sal, which is like this guy who really uh, has been trying to get with Judy, and is just kind of crashing the party. Um, they're also joined by like um, three other people. Uh, one's Stooge. Do you get Roger? And then what's the girl's name? Helen. Oh yeah, Helen. Right. Who are like three like side characters like that are like uh, I don't I don't know why they were invited to the party it didn't seem like anyone liked them but do, do you guys understand how they got into this? Uh, Stooge I don't is kind of like. Go ahead, Amy. Well, I don't understand how anyone knows anyone. They're all yeah. just <laughs> random stereotypes and like the goth girls hanging out with the cheerleader girl and this big punk rock dudes hanging out with this super religious black guy and <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> yeah. Helen is. So yeah, it's just it's a crazy mix of people. But in one car yeah. is is Helen, Stooge and Roger. Right. Um and then the there's like a double date with Judy and Jay and then these other two people. Yeah, Max and Franny. And and the party's being thrown by Angela and Suzanne. And we're introduced to them first uh, where they're at a convenience store and they're like robbing it while Suzanne's like basically uh, mooning the uh, the cash register people and distracting them. Um, that, that was an interesting scene. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> what, a good scene. What does she say to them on, on, uh, on her way out? Um, she asked, do you have... Damn it. Sour balls. Sour balls, yeah. Sour balls, yeah. Sour balls. And they say yes. And my my brain is turning off. It's she was the like, the day, then, get, but... then you must not get many blowjobs. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's our introduction to Suzanne. <laughs> um, that's a really so, bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they go, they go to this party. Um, and uh, I, I think things start to get weird when, like, it, yeah, so it's at this uh, old funeral home uh, that's been abandoned. And there's some backstory here, which I, I don't know if I could follow the whole thing. Like, uh, I think Max is, like, explaining it to them in the car. But there was, like, a lot of history that he went through. Do, do you guys remember any of the specifics? I think they said the old man who was the funeral director had sex with the corpses. Oh, Okay. And then, like, the family, him and his family all lived there, and one of them went nuts and killed the whole family and killed themselves, but there was too much blood and guts to figure out who did it. Hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. It never really comes into play. <laughs> yeah. You could figure out who did it because they were too destroyed. <laughs> yeah. The cops were just like, oh, gee, it's just a mess. Whatever. Yeah. It's before DNA. <laughs> Which, yeah. 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 <laughs> we don't want to get our hands dirty. Um, so yeah, they, they start having this party. Um, I think the first, uh, scary thing that happens is they're all like, um, I, th- I think it was Angela's idea. Like, let's all look in the mirror and try to see our past lives or whatever. And this is like when we see that monster head pop out, which would, would you guys think of that? Like uh, that was the demon that lived in the house. Yeah. Right. Yep. It was a weird looking thing. Yeah. It's a bit out of place. Yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> visually like, it wasn't so, that impressive yeah, yeah i get it's just like a mask that they wanted to use yeah yeah that some somebody made yeah it, cool. I, it, it was a cool looking mask but I, I agree like it really didn't have a place in this film that's mostly about like people getting mm-hmm. possessed yeah but it shows up at the end doesn't it yeah it does yeah mm-hmm. briefly so someone made it they wanted to show it off yeah uh so so uh i I think you know some people get spooked by that um i I guess like suzanne and angela see their face uh in the future um as like yeah kind of warped faces um the mirror like crashes and like uh everyone's uh, scared and then roger and helen um are trying to leave um the others like stay there and um i think roger and helen when they try to leave they find like that the gate is gone and the whole place has been like boarded up by this brick wall um which, which I thought was pretty cool that the house has, like, these powers to just kind of make the gate go away. Yeah, that was Yeah, cool. definitely. They yeah. had, like, gone all the way around the house, like, one time already and didn't see the gate. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool transformation powers. Um, and then, meanwhile, like, inside the group's, like, kind of split up. Like, uh, Jay's, like, trying to hook up with Judy. Uh, Max and uh, Franny are, like, in another room uh, getting it on. And uh, I think Judy turns down uh, Jay, and he. G- oh, well, actually, I, um, actually, before all this happened, I forgot about like the possession that happens, right? Um, um yeah, I guess like when when Roger and Helen are leaving. Yeah. It's super easy. What happens? <laughs> it's basically just like, uh, like a wind demon blows itself through the house, and then Angela inhales it. Mm-hmm. Is my yeah, best guess. It's kind of reminiscent of that shot in Evil Dead where the like monster source vision. of the yeah yeah oh, yeah it's like coming through the woods. I actually love that shot because they like go through oh, yeah. the entire house. Yeah, definitely. It kind of reminded me of the intro to uh, Tales from the Crypt. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, I think that it comes up and it goes into Suzanne first, who's like putting on her lipstick, and then she like kisses Angela. And passes it on to her. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Su- right. she, uh, yeah. Suzanne inhales it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they both are possessed. Um, everyone's like uh, scattered around the house, uh, trying to do their own thing. Um, and I think the first person uh, to go is uh, after Jay gets turned down by uh, Jay, uh, by Judy. He finds um, a naked Suzanne uh, putting like lipsticks around her uh, breasts for some reason. Did you guys understand what was happening there? Uh, I think that was like a choice that she made because, she, well, I don't, not the boob thing, but so she starts putting on lipstick, Suzanne, and she's possessed. 
And she just like draws all over her face with the lipstick and looks like a fucking crazy person. Yeah. And, and Jay, who I have to mention, Jay is a jerk. Like, he, oh, yeah. He yeah. assumed that um, Judy had slept with Sal because they went on one date. And maybe they did. I don't know. And so he thought like she was going to put out. And this was, I guess, their first date. Yeah. And he was just a super jerk. So then he yeah. leaves Judy, goes into the bathroom and finds Suzanne with her sh- shirt undone, like her boobs are out, and doesn't even like care that she looks like a complete crazy person. <laughs> yeah. And wait, before he even finds her, we've seen her by herself doing this weird shit with the lipstick. Yes. That's yeah. very important. And so, yeah, then she goes around her, like, boob in a circle with the lipstick getting closer, like, in a spiral towards her nipple. <laughs> I yeah. feel, Ashwin, why don't you describe that? I don't want to steal this, <laughs> your thunder here. No, I think, I think you remember more details about this than I do. Yeah, well, no, I, did it's hard they to say forget. Anything? Did they say anything in the DVD commentary about that? Yeah. They well, say? okay. So, before we go into it, she takes the lipstick and pushes it into her nipple and it just gets shoved into her breast and disappears. Like what? The lipstick is gone. She shoved it into her boob. I don't remember that at all. And it's like, I think that might've been like a, that's important. Really? You don't remember that? No. I thought she was just drawing like a circle around it. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. (laughs) It's like her boob eats the lipstick, but she just like shoves it into it and it just disappears. What? I can't believe I missed yeah. that. Yeah. You're going to have to look this up on YouTube later. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I downloaded it off of Amazon. I, I hope they didn't edit that part out. It seems pretty important to the plot. Oh, man, that would be no. ridiculous if they did. I I wouldn't. I can't imagine they did. Yeah, yeah. I probably yeah. just missed it. I'm sure that just that scene is on YouTube. Like, just that clip. Because it's, <laughs> it it's, it's one of the most famous things about this movie. Oh, yeah. Lipstick disappearing into her nipple. Yeah, because yep. it's so weird and it's gross, but it, yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah. yeah, if you just YouTube Night of the Demons nipple, or Night of the Demons <laughs> lipstick, it'll, it'll Lips, show it. Lipstick boob. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Wow. So here's yet. a little bit of background on that. The original script called for her to, like, vomit up bile while she was possessed that would, like, burn a hole in her chest like acid. And then she was going to put the lipstick through that hole. But wow. the director was like, oh, the like vomiting up bile things already been done on Exorcist. Let's do something different. And that's how they got the idea for that. Oh, wow. God. Furthermore, the effects guy, Steve Johnson, he also did Videodrome. And he used the same concept for how James Woods would shove his hand into his stomach in Videodrome. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. It, essentially just like a fake. Obviously, those her boobs were... Fake. Yeah, not like yeah normal fake boobs, but like it was. Yeah, uh, I think he I'm said old. it was gelatin. Oh, okay, and like so they had to do piece. it really quick before the gelatin melted. Yeah, interesting. And and he's I like married. That. He's also married to uh, Suzanne, right? In real life. Yeah, the effects guy. Uh, they met on Night of the Demons, and they got married, oh. and he proposed on the set of Nightmare on Elm Street Four. Wow, I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were only married for two years, unfortunately. Oh. 
That's a nice uh, story. Like, how'd you guys meet? Like, I made her, like, fake breasts that she could shove a yeah, he, lipstick into. Yeah, he made her boob jello. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very sweet story. Let <laughs> me put that in the vows. Yeah. Hey, That's awesome. Uh, also, did Jay lock Judy in the room uh, when she refused him? Uh, did he lock that door? I think... I don't... I think the... I don't think so. I think it was... I mean, there's no way to know for sure. But... Yeah. I think that it might have been like the demon house, Where not letting just locked. her out. But yeah, uh, but that's a dick move. Like he had to have heard her. Yeah, like not trying like, to get out of there. Beating on the door. Yeah, yeah, that's horrible. And to slam the door in a haunted house. Ugh. Yep. Just like leave her in this creepy room. Yeah, yeah, he's a real asshole. But he gets it. Uh, so when when he uh when him and Suzanne uh, after she's. Uh, made the lipstick disappear. Uh, they hook up, and while they're having sex, uh, Suzanne gouges his eyes out, which uh, I guess was the part about the blind date that I missed. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then, meanwhile, uh, Angela's like downstairs, and she's possessed, um, and she's uh, dancing. Um, she does like this interpretive dance. Did you guys think that was weird for like five minutes? It was a long scene. I mean, I didn't think it's weird because I like knew a lot of goths growing up and I was <laughs> a, a, I was kind of goth yeah and so yeah the music like the Bauhaus and her dancing like that and all black it's you know it's just kind of like a moody goth thing to do and 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 also her trying to be sexy I guess because yeah. you become really you become really horny when you become a demon oh yeah yeah, right. apparently. Yeah, yeah. so, like, <laughs> kind of... Was she with Sal then? Um, I think yeah, she... Sal was just, like, staring there, standing there watching her being like, hey, something's wrong with this chick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sal's an Italian gangster. I think we forgot to mention he, I know, he's way out of place. <laughs> yeah, Sal's he like really is. Straight out of the, br- the Bronx. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's be, not... Yeah. He's not turned on by this crazy goth chick dancing. Yeah, he's not into it. <laughs> I kind of yeah. like that scene, though, because, like, she is a really good dancer. Clearly, she's, like, a backup dancer for Cher oh, and all these people. Right. <laughs> and I, I like it that, like, Sal, in so many horror movies, somebody would just be like, oh, okay, groovy, she's getting into it. But he's like, something is really weird about this. Like, I kind of liked that he was, he knew something <laughs> was going horribly wrong. Yeah. I guess so. I think he just thought it was weird. It was too weird for her or for him. He's he's too basic. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he was supposed to be like on the set of The Godfather, but he showed up to the wrong movie. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who's this crazy bitch? Yeah. <laughs> Man, they all these dudes called these ladies bitches like a thousand oh times. My oh my god, yeah. Ooh. I, I have to circle back to another one of my favorite quotes because it's when Stooge is driving the car and hanging out with Helen and Roger and they're being whiny about going to this party and he I, I wrote this down I'm gonna find the whole thing um, I don't know why I hang out with you wipes that's it <laughs> wait did he say wipes or wank he calls them wipes wipes uh, like like diaper wipes yeah, so gross and I had yeah. I had to bring it up because it's it's one like there's a lot of creative insults in this movie like he 
calls someone. Oh, he says festering fuckwad. You can't take this bitch anywhere. About <laughs> Helen. Oh man. I think to Suzanne at one point he says we can play postal workers and you can be the stamp. Oh, yeah. Stude has a lot of really creepy, gross. Yeah, Stude. He he really he's got the best quotes. Oh, uh, and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I just got that one. That I, I, when he said that that postal office one of the postal work, I, I didn't get that one, but now I was just thinking about that makes sense. Oh, you get it. <laughs> Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. They're really pushing the envelope for that one. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. That's good. Nice. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, I, yeah, so she does this dance. Um, Sal's like, yeah, what the hell? He walks away. And then I think this is like when she like bites uh, Stooge's uh, tongue off, which uh, was pretty gross. And, and at this point, Stooge is like possessed. Um. So now uh, they're all possessed, um, and then I think outside, like, Roger's still stuck out there. He jumped into a car, and I think Helen's, like, been killed somehow, and, um, like, her body's, like, thrown on top of the car. So mm-hmm. um, you get to this point where it's, like, just Judy, Roger, and Sal, and they're kind of being chased around the house by demons. Um, they're, at one point, they're on the roof, and um, this one demon's coming after Judy, and Sal tries to save her, and him and the demon fall off the roof, and Sal dies. Um, Judy's like hanging from the roof and another demon comes up there and like, uh, tries to get her, but she jumps off and falls onto Roger and, um, they run into the house. Uh, they like trap themselves in some room and there's like a scene of like a great dialogue here where they're like going through the logic of like what's happened and like how tonight's Halloween, like just like confirming like the whole storyline. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. They're like talking about the science of the demons being able to walk amongst us because it's Halloween they're like Mm -hmm. able to come out and be amongst people but they're still confined to this property because there's an underground stream all around it oh yeah and Mm -hmm. yeah all of this is explained by the guy dressed as a surgeon for Halloween Max Um, yeah he yeah Max he is like the freaking group historian he keeps like peppering in all these (laughs) just this total bullshit but it it is important later so yeah yeah exactly uh so um yeah they they recap kind of like you know what's going on in in this room um she like uh makes a weapon out of the gas line and like uh is able to light a few of the demons on fire uh then they run out of that room and they get cornered by a bunch of zombies and then they jump out um and uh into the yard and they run up again to the brick wall trying to get out of there and in a final uh attempt to escape um uh this guy roger he like climbs this barbed wire to get out of there and he makes it to the top of the fence or of the brick wall um Mm -hmm. you see uh judy trying to climb up and like uh, come after him but she's like being held by the demons and then like getting pulled away and then at some point sal falls er, roger falls off onto the other side and you think he's gone and you think Judy's dead, but then in a last, uh, you know, moment of hope, he shows up again and grabs her, uh, and they, like, come over the wall. And um, that is all the events that happen there, right? Yeah, I mean, you explained it pretty quick, but that, that the ending, is a, it takes a long time. Yeah. Like them, them being chased, basically, for, like, 25 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, the last 25 minutes is kind of like a Scooby-Doo film. 
almost or cartoon. I just yeah, yeah, it. it gets a little boring. Yeah, but that Roger, he's a good guy. He could have left and just left Judy for dead, but yeah, he but hops he, back up on that. But he's also the guy that, like, while she was asking for help with the the weapon, he was like kind of crouched in the corner, and then even like when they're in the family room getting cornered. He just like makes a run for it, and, like jumps out the window. Uh, I I feel like he was kind of leaving her behind, so he kind of made up for it at the end by saving her. And he had he kind of like went back and forth between like being heroic and being like terrified. Like mm-hmm. yeah, he was the one with Helen who was like keeping his cool. Oh yeah. And then I think he just saw so much crap that he was starting to lose it, <laughs> and then he would have like bouts of, bouts of bravery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was he was an emotional roller coaster that night. um and then in the final scene of the movie is uh this old guy that you saw in the beginning who was just like yelling at some kids but in the beginning he's walking home with like apples and some razor blades uh and it's the next morning and he's sitting at uh breakfast having a pie that his wife made from the night before and he's like oh where'd you get all these apples and she's like oh it's everything you brought and suddenly like his like neck like bursts open from all like the razors that were in the apples and and he dies and the wife like looks pretty happy with herself, and that's the <laughs> ending. Was what was that? It, it was just a sick joke. It was a stupid. A, a lot of these movies have, well, yeah, kind. Uh, a lot of movies, bad horror movies, have this sort of just a stupid joke. It like if you've ever seen Creep Show. Yeah, it reminded um, me of Creep Show. Yeah. yeah, like little little vignettes like that that mm-hmm. bookend the story. It really is out of place. Um, yeah. Oops, sorry. Yeah, it's kind of like the wraparound story in an anthology would be, but this isn't an anthology. Yes, it's not yeah. an anthology. <laughs> sure, just the bookends. So, yeah, so it seems really out of place, but uh, mm-hmm. whatever, that guy was an asshole. Yeah. Yes, I feel sure. like it kind of works in this movie because... I think one thing we didn't mention is that the movie starts with animation. Like, the credits are through this, like, haunted house animation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that kind of sets the uh, the tone for, like, okay, this movie's, like, supposed to be fun. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not taking itself 100% seriously. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And, like, some yeah. awesome the woman music. Who, one of the main people who worked on that animation was a woman who worked for Disney who was working on Ursula around that same time too for Little Mermaid. For, oh wow. Really? That's awesome. That was like bad party city art in that intro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you look at it again it's kind of good. It's like highly stylized right. but but yeah, uh, yeah it, it, you wouldn't think it was good until, you know, you know how you watch the DVD extras and you kind of appreciate stuff you thought was <laughs> stupid before. Definitely, yeah, and I I do want to watch it now. Yeah, <laughs> Brian, you know how you watch the DVD extras. I don't think anyone knows that anymore. <laughs> um, um, yeah. What Wait. did you did you guys think that there were any? I thought this movie was actually kind of scary. Like I wasn't scared, yeah. but it's it's got some scary, creepy scenes. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it's it's an effective haunted house. It's a creepy yeah. house. And um, some of the the demons coming out was creepy. So, yeah, I think there are some genuine scares. Yeah, I think, like, some of the scenes where she's, like, walking alone in the hallways and she's, like, being chased or you don't know what's around the next corner, those are pretty intense. Yeah, and um, 
I think two of my favorites were, so we talked about how Suzanne gouged Jay's eyes out while they're having sex. Mm-hmm. But like before that, she was like just saying like, stop looking at me. Like she was getting really paranoid that he was yeah. looking at her. And it was just like really eerie. She's like, stop looking at me. And she's freaking out. And then she like puts, tilts her head up. And when she looks back down, she's the demon. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was like pretty that. freaky. Yeah, it, it's a good um, jump scare almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I really, I liked, I can't remember who it is. One of the guys walks into the main room and sees Angela sitting by the fire. And he's like, Angela, are, are you okay? And she's like, oh, just warming my hands by the fire. And she turns around and her hands are on fire. <laughs> fire. Yeah, that was a pretty cool scene. Yeah. I kind of yeah. like that one. Did you guys like <laughs> that- the uh, special effects overall in this one? I did. I thought they were really good. What did you think, Amy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I really appreciate practical effects. Where I mean, there's no there's no CG in this really. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, like the the chest piece, whatever that was that she put the lipstick on was looked great. And I thought that the the demons for the most part looked good. They started phoning it in at the end with with sal and max and all them they yeah. sort of looked dead like zombies but um yeah. there was some good good creature work in here good masks and stuff prosthetics Agreed. yeah ashwin do you disagree no I, I agree i feel like for the budget they had they, it actually looks pretty cool and it, like even that eye gouging scene you mentioned like that was hard to watch that was pretty gross yeah it was gnarly yeah <laughs> uh were there any other one-liners that i missed that you guys want to call out um, this party's getting down to the cream now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there were almost, like, too many to keep track of. Basically, yeah. everything Stooge said was yeah. just, I, like, gross. Yeah, pretty much anything Stooge said. Now, the full line is, eat a bowl of fuck. I am here to party. Nice. <laughs> so that's important. Yeah. Um, And, like, some of these, because I've been watching this since college, some of these me and my closest friends have just adopted into our vocabulary <laughs> as inside jokes. So we call each other wipes sometimes. <laughs> um, and and definitely like that, that that's basically sh- shut up, shut the hell up, is eat a bowl of fuck. <laughs> that's nice. awesome. And then I don't, I don't know why this one always stuck, but... My daddy, he taught me how to pray real good. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty bad. It was like such a... Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of poorly written lines, but that one was uh. like <laughs> real bad. Yeah. I, I like at the end when he's like on the wall and he's like yelling like, climb girl, climb. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's very motivational. <laughs> that was supposed to be a wooden fence in the script, but that house really had that brick wall there. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, any other <laughs> scenes or th- things you guys want to mention? Oh, so much. We haven't really given uh, Max and Franny much yeah. attention. Yeah. Oh, um, I thought their but... death was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to get in, explain that? Yeah, so they decide there's a coffin in the house because this used to be a funeral home and they decide to have sex in it. So they're having sex and Franny's on top and 
Stooge, who has become a demon at this point, walks in and just snaps Franny's neck and she like falls over onto Max and Max is like screaming and then Stooge is starting to shut the coffin, like shut him in there with Franny on top of him. Yeah. But his arm is sticking out. So he just keeps super violently and aggressively slamming the coffin over and over again on his arm until his arm comes off. Yeah. (laughs) And then later that arm like has a life of its own, right? Yeah. Yeah, it does grab someone. Yeah. Turns into the Adams family. What's that thing's name? Oh, Thing. Wait. Oh, Thing, right. Yeah. No, the hand in the Adams family. Yeah, Thing. Yeah, that, Cousin yeah. It is the uh, one with the oh, hair. Cousin It. Yeah, okay, Thing. Yeah. 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 It, it has a little Thing moment. Yeah, I agree. Oh that, was, my God. that was one of the cooler kills. I have, I have to say something. I just, like, clicked, because I was on the uh, Night of the Demons, Wikipedia was open. I clicked on... Amelia Kincaid, who is Angela. I know what you're going to say. The first thing that it says, says she's an American actress, animal communicator, and self-proclaimed pet psychic. Whoa. (laughs) This is my first time hearing this, and I am impressed. That's awesome. Pretty nuts. Pet psychic. Yeah. It seems very fitting. Yeah. Oh, one one thing, the the writer or the producer... um, he uh he's also a ghost hunter. He's like a paranormal activity hunter, which I, I yeah, thought was I also like pretty that. funny. The yeah. director? Uh the cool. was it the writer? Uh the writer, Joe Augustine. Joe Augustine, right, yeah. Yeah. In the uh DVD extras, Joe Augustine and uh Amelia Kincaid both seemed just kind of like real characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what made this movie work. You had some really great personalities in there. Yeah. Um, so on a scale of zero to five um, lipstick eating nipples, how many would you guys give this? <laughs> Amy, go uh, ahead. I guess four. I mean, it's not perfect, but I, you got to love a good Halloween movie um, that, that does it effectively, I think. Mm-hmm. So... Give it credit. It's good. <laughs> For sure. What yeah. about you, Brian? Yeah, I think I'd give it a four, too. I think it's... Re- the beginning is slow, and it's just got all these really dumb lines and characters that aren't very likable. But then I just feel like it really amps up the energy, and it's super entertaining and holds your attention. Like, it's funny, it's gory, and I thought kind of scary, too. Um, effects were great. Yeah, I... And the house too. The setting was great. It just had like a really nice atmosphere to it. Yeah. Yeah. So four lipstick eating nipples. All right. What about you? Um, you know, I was gonna go with a three and a half. I mean, I agree with everything you guys said. Like this was like a really fun movie, and and uh, the the, mm-hmm. the the effects were really good, and uh, the pacing was really good. The the scares were there, and the the one liners are really good. But um, there's something about it, you know, having the one dimensional characters, which it works really well in this, but. It just also kind of, uh, I, I always appreciate a little more depth or backstory or something, but I guess this wasn't the type of movie for that. But um, I, I think it, it worked out pretty well for how it was. It was good. Yeah, I think the characters were at least one or two more interesting characters and slightly better dialogue mixed in with these like horribly cheesy lines could have bumped it up yeah. to five level. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> could have made it classic. Yeah. Just for barely. Sure. 
Cool. Well, anything else you guys want to add about it? I think that's no, it. No, I'm, I'm just blown away by her being a pet psychic in real life. <laughs> You're still reeling from that. Yeah. Angela. <laughs> Secret powers of Angela. How do you become a pet psychic? Okay, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. I'll, I'll save that for after the podcast. Me and that's Wiki. That's episode. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, we have everyone check out uh, Amy May Pop Art. Um, she's on Etsy. And Amy, thanks so much for being part of our show today and putting this movie on our radar. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. And, thank, and thank. have me back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we will. We need these resident horror movie nerds to come on who actually know quite a lot about horror movies, Asher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for our newbie status. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. compared to us, you're, you're total noobs. Like <laughs> me, me and Jason. Oh man, yeah. I love hearing Jason go off about Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, me, me and me and him will just like sit and scream at each other about <laughs> our our different opinions about horror. Yeah, it's great. Cool. I'm glad on this episode we're all a little more aligned. On that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, well, that's all for this episode, folks. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our discussion today about Night of the Demons. If you want to join the discussion, we encourage you to follow Horror Movie Club Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. We're at Horror Movie Pod on Twitter, or shoot us an email at podcast at horrormovieclub.com. And be sure to check Facebook or Twitter out for next week's movie in case you want to watch it before the next episode. Our logo is done by Amy May Popart, who we had on our show today. And check her out again on Etsy.com. Uh, until next time, if your friends invite you to a party at a abandoned um, funeral home, unless there's free pizza, maybe think about skipping out on it.